0: The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888 941 pags And now, it's Joe Pagg's.
1: Hi, right, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a ton going on. Campus reform at the bottom of the hour. Another reporter from a great campus, this time from Iowa. Going to break down some ridiculous stories that are happening on campus that you probably don't know about. We'll get into that. Plus, we've got an hour number three. We're going to go to Canada. To talk to a young lady there about the the gun grab that Justin Trudeau has going on right now. We also talk about the the big rigs and that whole convoy deal that was going on, and why this guy thinks he's a little dictator. We got that for you, and an awful lot more. And uh, we actually just did a poll, Carrie, and the people were so happy with me singing in the first hour, mm-hmm. they were like, "You probably should do it again on a Thursday." Feeling I right.
2: have uh, different poll results, actually, uh-huh. and a couple of Facebook messages. Talking about. I just checked, and
1: and, and yours actually are null and void. Well, they came in after the deadline.
2: (laughs) deadline?
1: Right before you got the poll result. So it wasn't valid, yeah. Too bad, too bad. That is Chocolate Boys. That is Polo. That is Sam. On my own I am COVID boy. So it seems. Yes, got I've to got to the COVID-19. I'm, ca- I'm still going to entertain the people. It's scream. what I do. Carrie, it's Won't what I do. Like Don't judge door. me. I'm going Go. to. Took the key. you all right.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I'm not feeling too good myself. Uh-huh. It actually shut the song off for a second. can
2: Can't
1: hear your voice. I'm not feeling good myself. You got to do what you got to do for the people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is it's, it's, it's a weird ailment because you know I use my lungs for my job obviously. I use my voice for my job, obviously, but you know, and through my life, I've had strep throat. You've had different things, right? Yeah. And normally, when you got you got a you got a luger, you know, you got you really working on one. You know what I mean? You got like a you know, like a real thing you're That's trying to disgusting. Hide. What you've right. done it? You've done. Yeah. You're a human. No. You've done yeah, it.
2: <sighs> disgusting. Stop making you're that noise. Oh, you're, no, you're trying me to out. get you're
1: trying to get it out.
2: <laughs> okay, keep
1: going. But like with this, you can't do that. It's so no. weird because there's a there, there's like there there is a small family of like COVIDites that are living on an area in my throat that I just can't get them off, and, and I'm can't like, what is them? going on? Mm. They're tough, they're
2: tough little ones, aren't they?
1: Now, what I found is if you're laying in a certain position and you crick your neck a certain way, it'll give you this strange tickling feeling in your throat. You can maybe. Get You can eject a couple of them. You can maybe evict a couple of those little pains in the, in the asses. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what are you making noise? Why are you making noise? Because it's disgusting. How is it disgusting?
2: It, it is. You're talking about hawking up something <laughs> from your lungs.
1: and um... I, I am trying to let people know, let them live vicariously. I don't want them to get the COVID. I got the COVID for them.
2: Oh, you did? Okay, oh, I did this that's for the so I did this nice for the people. You. I got oh. COVID so that you won't have to get it. Okay. All
1: right. Wouldn't it be great if it worked Thank that way? I got, I got COVID <laughs> for you and the and the family. We're yeah. all set now. Now That'd we're be great, good. actually. So um I mean obviously I'm feeling a little bit better today, although the voice still does go out every once in a while. Monday, it was like you were mad. Like, why are you working? I know. I don't know.
2: No, you well, should not have been.
1: Can, can I be honest? When I pressed the button on Monday, I didn't think it was gonna sound like that.
2: Okay cuz it was pretty bad. I didn't. Yeah. Okay.
1: I was like, "Welcome to the program. What the hell's going on?" <laughs> I was like I, I had no idea what was happening with the voice. Yeah. But um but no, it, it's again, I'm probably 5 days in, maybe 6. And for those who weren't listening the other day, and by the way, there was a trend yesterday on on Twitter saying Ivermectin doesn't work. And you, you click on it, right? And uh, and it goes to a page that says and it's by Democrats Now or some crap, and all it says in the story is Ivermectin doesn't work. That's it. It doesn't say anything else. Okay. There's no study that it that it directs to. And like I immediately you know responded with actual studies that show that it does work. For those who are wondering, I'm on zinc, D3, a lot of vitamin C, B12. And a ton of ivermectin. And yes, it works. Because I'm telling you, I went to bed Sunday night, I guess, shivering. I, I could not even control it. Got up the next day, just aches and pains and horrible. And got on the regimen of, of prescribed medications. I'm not using, don't go down to the, to the farm store and get the horse paste. That's not what I'm using. I'm not using a horse dewormer. Um, but I was prescribed this and it, and it works very well.
2: And how are you feeling I, today? I'm study. Because you said the voice was good yesterday, but you still felt like crap. How do you feel
1: today? Uh, today, I'm, I've got the sweats, which is weird hmm. because I, I can't regulate my temperature today. Hmm. But I don't have any muscle or bone aches.
2: Okay, that's good.
1: So that's good. And, I mean, uh, the voice is pretty solid. But it's been pretty solid for a couple of days now. You're just um, sweating the COVID it, out. Well, I, I guess because if I try to regulate the temperature, now it's too cold. Hmm. And then, yeah, I don't know if you. Have you ever had this to where you know you're cold, but you're sweating?
2: Yes, and that's when you So know I you're mean, sick. That,
1: I'm, I'm yeah. in that stage there, but I I would have hmm. to think that we're, we're we're like on the downhill slide here. We're fine. Okay, All and downhill is right. a good, good thing, not not like downhill like I'm going to die. But no, I, I think that we're fine. And I'm not listen. I'm not I'm not negating how harmful COVID nineteen is and how many people died from it. Not even a little bit. Um, but I really wish that we could have gotten good information from day one. We didn't push this experimental, you know, shot that everybody was was trying to make you take, and we just case by case said, okay, oh, you've got hypertension, then you should this. Oh, you you you've got um you've got a history of heart disease, and then you should do that. Diabetes, then you should do this other thing. We should have treated patients individually and not had some everybody go wait in line and get a shot in your arm that we don't really even know what it does. That's what my problem is here, and I'm not I'm not making light of COVID, but this is my COVID. And I'm going to make light of it if I want. Just like when I had testicular cancer, yeah. I made light of that as well. Good.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, well, you know, my personal experience it's, it was very yes. different from what you're
1: going through. I um, do know, no, but I don't, but I don't know what the history was there. And I'm not asking you, um, but I also know that what we knew then was he didn't get the same treatment that I got. Right. You know what I mean? Quickly, and right. and I think that's an issue. So I'm, I'm actually. With that in mind, without getting into any more details, with that in mind, and and with in mind that millions and millions have had COVID now, I wish that everybody would have been treated like an individual because they were so quick to say you can't use this, you can't use that, you can't use the other. Put them on a ventilator. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. yeah. And 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 thank God that that worked out. But man, uh, you, you just you want to tell people get a doctor that truly wants to make you better. And isn't just going through some Fauci protocol, and I think that's the most important advice I can give. I'm gonna be fine. I'm not fine today. Carrie will suggest I haven't been fine for the 17 years she's known me. True, sure. and, and and fine. Uh, but but I'm I'm gonna physically I'll live, and that's good. And I am feeling better today. I feel better every day. Although you know, today's the sweats. I and I, I. It's not like I've got a chart. Okay, day one you should have aches and pains. Day two you're right ass cheek should hurt day three uh, but i think that was day three where the right the, the, i think the no, left was
2: again tmi
1: but tmi what do you mean
2: with coughing stuff up and your i am hurting
1: i am relating to my audience who tune into the joe pag show
2: they, you're telling me you they want to hear get, this
1: okay you may you may get an ass ache <laughs> what <laughs> It I was going
2: to say something really mean, but you're sick with the COVID, Oh, so I, I won't.
1: The COVID say it. could be in my brain today. I don't know. <laughs> we don't know this is coming from. Yeah. So, so we've got that, which is nice. All right. So I would think because the narrative from the beginning of Russia steamrolling into Ukraine, and Carrie, correct me if I get this wrong. The narrative has been this is horrible. This is Putin's war. Putin is trying to reform the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. Putin bad. Zelensky, good. We want Ukraine to win. Right. That's, that's what I've been told from the beginning, millions right?
2: millions and millions and millions of dollars have we sent to Ukraine? 54 billion.
1: Yeah, billion. 54 billion. So, uh, am I right that the narrative from everybody on the left and even a lot of the right in this country has been Ukraine, good, Russia, bad? So, mm. if I were to say, I hope Ukraine wins, that would be a good thing, wouldn't it?
2: You would think so, right? Well, Not necessarily true, though.
1: There are some people in the government in trouble for saying that, aren't they?
2: Yes, from the New York Post, uh, President Biden was reportedly unhappy with the Secretaries of Defense and State earlier this year after they publicly stated the U.S. wanted Ukraine to defeat Russia and its brutal invasion that had begun months before. Biden expressed his disapproval in a conference call with Secretary of State Anthony Blinken and Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin following the pair's visit in April to Kiev. Multiple administration officials familiar with the conversation told NBC news. During the trip where they met with Ukrainian President Zelensky, Austin told reporters Ukraine clearly believes that it can win and so does everyone here. Additionally, Austin said the U.S. wants to see Russia weakened to the degree it can't do the kinds of things it has done in invading Ukraine. I think the secretary said it very well. Blinken agreed when pressed on the remarks. Uh, Austin's firm comments appeared to be the first hard stance a top Biden administration official was taking in support of Russia's defeat. Yet to the president, it reportedly went too far. As the two secretaries traveled home, they were conferenced into a call with Biden who asked them to tone down the comments. Multiple officials told NBC News Biden was not happy when Blinken and Austin talked about winning in Ukraine when officials said he was not happy with the rhetoric. The officials revealed the president was concerned the comments could set unrealistic expectations about the war and potentially increase the risk of the U.S. becoming directly involved. And during the call, Austin and Blinken reportedly told Biden the comments had been misunderstood and provided the president with full context.
1: What? What? I'm not, I'm not sure I understand. So... We didn't want to give the impression that we were more involved in the war than we are, $54 billion later. Biden's the one that came out and said that Putin can't do this, Putin bad, let's freeze Putin this, let's sanction Putin the other thing. But his Secretary of State and his Secretary of Defense aren't allowed to say we want Russia to lose? Hey, am right. I am I hearing you right? And yes. by the way, it's Anthony Anthony Blinken Anthony.
2: I said Anthony.
1: No, oh, you said Anthony. It's I did Antony.
2: not say Anthony. That is your COVID <laughs> hearing. I said Anthony. I
1: did not say Anthony. No, no. see so you're saying Anthony. It's not Anthony. It's Anthony. Oh Anthony. Oh yeah. Anthony. You have to Blinken. say it like a New york Yorker, New oh, Jersey excuse me. person. Okay. Anthony Blinken. Hey, Antony. is Anthony home? So uh, <laughs> okay. So I, 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 again, these are two top level administration officials. One runs the Department of Defense, the other one runs our diplomatic mission around the globe for this country, they're not allowed to say Ukraine should win. D- do I hear you right? You do. Then what can they say? We hope that both mm-hmm. sides end up winners? What We want smiles all around? What, what are they supposed to say? I've been told for how long that we want Russia to lose. And our our, our top-level administration people can't say it?
2: No, it goes on. This article says one official told the outlet, ultimately, Biden did not admonish the two secretaries that it is still the goal of the U.S. to see Ukraine defeat Russia.
1: Wait a second. Okay. What, is the, what was the conference call about if I, he just said exactly what they just said? Carrie, know. what am I missing? I don't there, not there, quite There's sure. something missing, isn't there?
2: Not quite sure. I think, yeah, there, there's a few pieces missing.
1: Wow. Now, one wonders if Biden hears this, and keep in mind, this is, this is not conjecture. This is not me making it up. Joe Biden is controlled by Russia and controlled by Ukraine. They Both of those countries have their fangs or their claws into Joe Biden and the Biden crime family. Hunter Biden got $3.5 million from the mayor of Moscow's wife. We know this. Joe Biden leveraged a billion dollars in loan guarantees until Ukraine did what he wanted with a prosecutor. He is on the wrong side of both of these countries, and they both have their hooks in him. So when Blinken, who is lame, and Austin, who is just as lame, actually say something that I can maybe get behind, like Russia should lose for invading their their neighbor— Biden doesn't know what to do because he's like, I can't say that, that Russia should, should lose. I can't say that Ukraine should lose because then my, the Biden crime family would lose. And then after he he gets he calls them out, and you know it went down exactly as you said, and it leaks out through NBC News, who so I'm stunned to say anything about it, mm-hmm. then the actual official word from Biden is, well, we certainly do want to see Russia lose. What? Mm-hmm. Carrie, what? help I, me. I can't. I can't. Did I misunderstand any of it? Did I just repeat it the way that it happened? Mm,
2: Yes, you did.
1: What the beep? Mm -hmm. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. I don't know what to think of the war in Ukraine. I know that our money is being sent there where we don't make sure our kids are safe in school. We're going to make sure we send Zelensky $54 billion, but we're not allowed to say that Russia should lose with the money we're sending to Ukraine to help them beat Russia. I'm I'm stunned. I want your thoughts on this. 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Got to tell you about Father's Day being right around the corner. You already know that. And you know that Omaha Steaks is a great gift for any dad. I'm a dad. I want Omaha Steaks. Go to OmahaSteaks.com. Put in PAGS, P-A-G-S, in the search bar. Click on search and save over 50% when you order the Dad's Want Steaks package. For just $99, it's a limited-time package, including 16 entrees that he's guaranteed to love, like the bacon-wrapped filet mignons, the gourmet jumbo franks, their boneless chicken breasts, and, of course, that incredible dessert, the caramel apple tartlets. It's all so delicious. We we already got this package. We're probably going to order another one. Because we got it way before Father's Day and ate it already. Special gift because you listen to my program. When you type in PAGS in the search bar and click on search, you can order the Dad's Want Steaks uh, package. You're also going to get eight free Omaha Steaks burgers, no extra cost. So, it's never too late to send Dad Omaha Steaks. Grilling season is here. Perfect time to share delicious food with the ones you love and make memories. Go to omahasteaks.com. Put in keyword PAGS, P A G S in the search bar. Save over 50% right now when you order the Dad's Want Steaks package for just $99. Get 16 entrees, 4 desserts, and 8 free Omaha Steaks burgers. Make that happen right now.
0: We're back after this.
1: Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It is the Joe Pad show. It's a very simple question. Since Ukraine was invaded by Russia, we've been told you cannot question the legitimacy of Vladimir Zelensky. You can't ask why he's got millions and millions of dollars in in homes and boats and yachts and all sorts of holdings. You can't question any of that. You can't question why he's shutting down all media that doesn't agree with him. You can't question anything Um, When it comes to Ukraine, Ukraine is the innocent victim and Russia is the aggressor. I'm no fan of Russia. I'm certainly not a fan of Putin. I'm not a fan of of, uh, his authoritarianism. I'm not a fan of his being a dictator that he pretends like he's not. Trust me, I'm not taking Russia's side. But we've been told, don't even look into it. Ukraine good, Russia bad. That's it. So when you've got Lloyd Austin, the defense secretary, and Antony Blinken, the secretary of state, when you've got them saying, we hope Ukraine wins, why would the boss ever get them on a conference call and ask them to tone it down? And then later, once it's found out, the same guy, Biden, says, oh, by the way, we do want to see Russia lose. What the hell are we talking about here? It's absolutely stunning to me. That, that we're even in this place. Lloyd Austin and Anthony Blinken suck. They're horrible leaders of these departments. Horrible. They are horrific. They're liars. They're bad. They say one thing that I think 95% of America can get behind, and Biden tells them to tamp it down. Maybe you know better than I do. I don't know. John, what do you think about this? This is strange to me.
3: Well, it's strange to me also. Thanks for taking my call, yes, and I'm glad to hear you're doing better. Thank you. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, Austin and Blinken both have always been a follow me, yes, man. Yeah. Uh, also, I believe that from the time that they said, yes, we want Ukraine to win, till uh, Joe Biden came out and, and agreed, uh, the Biden family and the people that are associated with had enough time. To smooth the relations between Russia and the other people that are involved. Because I was unaware up to that point that we were still giving them billions of dollars to pay for fuel uh, and buying fuel from Russia. And that literally the sanctions had not even, a lot of them had not even gone into effect.
1: John, I got to run. I appreciate your call. Got campus reform when we come back. Stay here.
0: This is the Joe Pag Show.
1: Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this young lady on. She's a brand new correspondent from campusreform.org. She goes to school at Iowa. It's Lena Branch. Lena, how are you? Good to see you.
4: I'm great. How are you?
1: You are great. I agree with you. Uh, I'm doing fine. Uh, Really nice to meet you. We haven't had John before. Um, I don't think we've had anybody on from Iowa before, to be honest with you. Uh, So uh, uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes, is that who you guys are?
4: That is correct. See, I, I, I like see that. See
1: that, nailed it. I'm getting old, but I nailed it. All right, so um, tell me about life on campus in Iowa. Do you go to campus? Do you do it online? How, how do you do schooling there?
4: We go camp- We go to campus. Um, and the great thing about going to the University of Iowa is having Governor Kim Reynolds. She's been fantastic with everything to do with COVID. We don't have to wear masks. There's no vaccine mandate. We're the only school in the Big Ten that doesn't have to do anything in regards to COVID. So it's been Great.
1: Because your governor's not nuts. I mean, that's why. If you're in Michigan or Ohio, you might have a nutsy governor or Indiana or Illinois. All right, well, good. I'm glad that you guys have your freedom there. Um, When it it comes to people of your age and in your peer group, what's the big topic right now? Is there one topic? I know we've got four topics that we want to talk about. But is there one thing that you and your friends are just sort of talking about a lot? Is it the Supreme Court? Is it Roe v. Wade? Is it guns? Is it this January 6th commission? Is it something completely different? What are you guys talking about?
4: You know, I think the biggest thing is the Supreme Court decision with abortion. Um, And I would definitely say Second Amendment rights as well. Um, It's really on a lot of people's minds, especially my age. And you'll see um, a lot of reactions with people my age, especially with abortion um, and gun rights and, and school shootings as well. So that's really the focus.
1: Do you find that people understand Roe v. Wade, that they understand the Second Amendment? I think people think they know what gun rights are all about. I think they think they know what, the, what Roe v. Wade did. But if they actually read the ruling in Roe v. Wade, and if you actually read the, amendment, the Second Amendment, you might get a better education. Do they understand what they're talking about?
4: No, they don't understand what they're talking <laughs> about go. at all. And uh, that's something that I, as a campus coordinator for Turning Point, understand a lot, especially with the Second Amendment, is people will come to our table all the time and they'll say these outline-ish things, but they've never read the Second Amendment. They don't understand what it really means. And that's really a problem today is um, people my age not really understanding what's going on.
1: I had a, a radio station from the BBC in England ask me to come on, and I did like 3.30 in the morning with them or something. And, and the question was always, why do you need the Second Amendment? <laughs> and and, and it just it's so condescending. And why does yeah. anybody need an AR-15? And, and my answer was the Second If not for the Second Amendment, my accent would be the same as your accent. And That's she right. sto- and she stopped for a second, and then she kind of got it. And I went, you get it now? They wanted to take our guns away, and we said we're not going to go there. Um, I-, I hope that people will educate themselves on it. It's not about shooting a deer. It's not about target practice. It's about stopping King George III from coming back from the dead and reincarnating to take us over again and having a tyrannical gov- uh, uh, government you know, running tyranny over us. It is, um, again, from Iowa, brand-new correspondent. You are a brand-new correspondent, aren't you? I've
4: been for a little while, but uh, really— are brand-new to us articles
1: now huh? brand, new to, brand new to us though that's yeah, good and new to you <laughs> there you go uh, it's uh, Lena branch go and check out everything she does uh, campusreform.org uh great correspondence there great stories there great videos there. really exposing the nuttiness that's happening on campus let's, let's go to these stories civility be damned i'm guessing professor built technology to go after t- pro-trump social media content what does this mean if somebody's like on campus and saying they like trump on social media they're they're being tracked
4: Well, so what we're seeing, this is out of George Brown College in Toronto, Canada. And what's happening is students have to sign an IT waiver to take class. What's different about this IT waiver is that there is a statement um, about the indigenous population that used to exist near the campus. And what students have to admit is that Um, They are part of the genocide and they are part of the colonization of these people. Um, But if they do not sign this agreement, they are banned from class and they are not allowed to take class. So there's no room for discussion. You're just automatically banned.
1: I think we skipped to the second story there. Okay. So that story is students must acknowledge benefiting from genocide to take classes. I was asking about the Trump one, but we'll go back to the Trump one in a second. So where, where where this college is... Used to be some sort of native land, and and people were moved out of there, or killed, or something happened. Um, yeah. And that happened way before any of these students were born. That happened way before you and I were even thought about. But for some reason, they have to acknowledge that they somehow are benefiting from something generations ago did. What?
4: Yes. Yes. Um, and what's crazy about this is that this statement this particular one is actually read before every speaker event and actually read before the national anthem is played. So it's something that we're seeing in the uh, in the United States as well with the black national anthem being played before an NFL game. And it's really an opportunity for people to pin people against each other and create um, dissentment as well. And if somebody doesn't sign it or if they don't like the song they're labeled a racist or a bigot or something like that.
1: Come on, man. By the way, and and I think you and I agree, there is no black national anthem. There's no white national anthem. There's the national anthem. That song is nice. What is it? Lift your voice and sing? Something like that. It's a very nice song, but it's not the black national anthem. That's silly. That'd be like me saying, hey, let's get the Italian national anthem going or else I'm not going to watch this ball game. That would be really kind of dumb. It's uh, Lena Branch. She's a correspondent, campusreform.org. She goes to school in Iowa. Make sure that you go to that website and check out everything she does. Let's go back to the first one, if you don't mind. A professor built technology. Um, is to go after pro-Trump social media content. Is this social media content that people who are students at the school are posting? I mean, what is this about?
4: So a professor at the University of Michigan actually developed this new technology in order to better target hate speech and uh, monitor white supremacy. And she thinks instead of targeting just terms, we need to start targeting trends. And one of these trends are pro-Trump trends. Um, and so she thinks that in order to uh, gauge this, we need to target anyone that has anything to do with pro- uh, pro-Trump anything.
1: What? I'm, I'm not sure I understand. So, if you if you write anything that's pro-Trump, you're a white supremacist.
4: That is what she is saying. She says that we need to prioritize justice and equality over politeness, and so she's calling for people to be disagreeable and disrespectful to each other. And it's absolutely ridiculous because there are 74 four million people that voted for President Trump at least. And i don 't understand how they 're going to target all these people for just supporting a president of the united states
1: well it 's going to be it 's going to sound weird, um, but I supported Trump because he lowered regulations, lowered taxes, brought manufacturing back, brought the economy back um, he, he was a guy that really or still is really loves the country and everybody in it did more for black Americans than Barack Obama did in eight years by a lot uh, criminal justice reform he was giving people pardons left and right. And he was doing the second chance um, um, program, which was actually helping people to get jobs once they got out of prison. He was really reforming what was wrong um, that had been put in place by the establishment Democrats for generations. How, how is he the, whi- he's the worst white supremacist I've ever seen.
4: Well, that's exactly right. And that's why this, this technology makes no sense. Um, and everyone needs to stand up to anything that's like this because it's ridiculous to target an entire group for supporting a president of the United States of America.
1: I mean, obviously. It's Lena Branch, uh, correspondent from CampusReform.org. Look, Lena, you and I appear to have different ancestry. I- I'm-, I'm telling the truth here, yes?
4: I actually am part Italian.
1: Oh, oh, there you go. Well, we have similar ancestry, but I think you probably have something else going on that I don't yes. have going on, if I could make that assumption. Are you a white supremacist because you like Trump? Okay.
4: That is the biggest contradiction I see today is I'll be called the white supremacist, and it's ridiculous. Well,
1: when Larry Elder was running for governor of the state of California, they called him the black face of white supremacy. This is oh. how dumb it is. Why, Lena, why won't they stop it? It's just so stupid. Beat Trump on the issues. Why do they keep on going to this? He's the worst racist I've ever seen, if that's who he is.
4: Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. And, and he has um, a, an Israeli a Jewish uh, son-in-law and Jewish grandchildren. So it's all a
1: cover. It's all a it cover all just to cover his white supremacy. It is uh, Lena Branch. Thank you so much for coming on. Let me go to the next story. Exclusive police officers were furious at university for hosting a cop killer. I would imagine police officers would be pretty angry at this. Where, where did this happen?
4: Yes. So after uh, Campus Reform obtained a Freedom of Information Act, they discovered that hundreds of police and their families sent emails to the university after they decided to host um, this person that lured two police officers with a fake 911 call and then proceeded to murder them. This person was tried. He was found guilty. um, He was in jail. And the university has decided to host them on their campus.
1: Why, Why is he out? He killed two police officers?
4: <laughs> he did. He did kill police officers, but I guess he's out.
1: I, I, I'm confused. I, I'm serious. My face is starting to hurt. So this person not only out, he's being invited to speak on campus. Did, did he actually come and speak or, or did the police, you know, were they able to stop him?
4: No, he did actually speak on campus. And um, after hundreds of backlash, all of those emails, the university president said that they were not going to cancel the event because it would be an infringement on their freedom of speech, which is with their freedom of speech statement, which is ironic because I bet if they wanted to host a conservative speaker, that uh, that speaker would be canceled and because students would say it was an infringement on their freedom of speech.
1: Yeah, I mean, Charlie Kirk, Ben Shapiro and culture these people can't go and speak freely yeah. i mean at berkeley they tried to burn the place down when one of them was going to show up to speak it's very strange it's lena branch lena is there a, a social media you want me to push for you
4: uh you can push uh instagram uh lena
1: okay l-e-n-a dot b go and follow her there one more story conservative student wins election after vandalism incident where did this happen
4: yeah, so this happened at Emerson College, and a turning point president decided he wanted to run for marketing senator, and what ended up happening is uh, the student government, he says, did everything in their power to make sure that he was not elected, and so they tore down his posters. Um, he has been slandered before. He says his name has a bad connotation on the campus, um, but this is something we see across university campuses in America today.
1: So, I mean, this but this person won?
4: Yes, he did win. Despite the odds, he did win.
1: Now, uh, Emerson, Emerson is in Atlanta, right? I believe so. Yeah, I think it is, I, that, might be, that might be Emory. Emerson might be somewhere else. Maybe I'm, I'm getting that mixed up. I told you, I have the COVID. Uh, so it could be, could be going on there. But I wonder, now, he says that he's got a bad name on campus, but he won anyway. So, I mean, the good guy ends up winning on... But when you try to vandalize and try to attack somebody, I think that you come off as the overwhelming bad guy, and it might have actually boosted his chances. I don't know. It sounds like it turned out okay.
4: Yeah, no, but this is something that we see um, all across college campuses. At my campus, University of Iowa, we hosted a freedom of speech chalking event. And of course, minutes later, people came, they doused the entire thing and made sure that no one could see it, which is against university policy. But like this person did, this uh, tip was given to campus reform. And so that way the media could step in and hold the university accountable.
1: Let me ask you something. When when conservative students try to band together and and do things just to show their ideology and their thought processes and, and so on, they're always attacked like this, always attacked. Why is it that these universities are so afraid to utilize the rules and say, hey, this goes against our rules. You can't go to school here if you're going to act like this. Or we're going to call the police because you damaged somebody's property. You vandalized. I mean, why won't they follow through and punish them? We see what happens in in Los Angeles and San Francisco and Philadelphia and Chicago. And when you don't punish criminals, they just keep on doing it. Why won't they punish these students that are doing these bad acts?
4: Well, I think it comes down to what we're seeing, what I said at University of Michigan with – pushing people to actually be disrespectful from it, to each other. And they're getting this vandalist nature from somewhere. And it's because these universities are not being held accountable. So I think if we make sure that we go to the administration and we make sure that they do something about it, we'll definitely see results. But it also comes, uh, it's great that this person got elected to um, his student government because he's gonna be able to accurately represent the conservative population on his campus and hopefully get some things done.
1: Good stuff. It's uh, lena.b.branch over on Instagram. Lena Branch, go check out everything she does at campusreform.org. She's a great correspondent from Iowa. Lena, great job. I appreciate you coming on. Nice to meet you.
4: Thank you so much for having me, Joe.
1: You're very welcome. We're back after this. Stay right here.
0: Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show.
1: Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. I really enjoy having the Campus Reform reporters on because they're young. They're just starting out. They're doing journalism the right way. Lena did a great job today. Uh, By the way, Emerson is in Boston. Those of you listening in Boston knew that. But, again, I've got the COVID. I'm just going to put it out there. So uh, that's where that is. Um, at, at the end of the day, you've got more things going on on campuses that you don't know about. And I thank goodness for for this organization, Leadership Institute's uh, Campus Reform. Go to campusreform.org. Check out these stories. The videos they do are amazing. And you'll be clued into the indoctrination that a lot of these young people on campus are going through. Let me, in the meantime, tell you about uh, Super Beats. Super are amazing. Super Beats, uh, it's a great product. Been telling you about them for many years, probably, I don't know, five or six years now, something like that. They have the powder form in the morning where you could put it in your water, your, your fruit juice, your protein shake, and that would give you a nice boost throughout the day. Now they've got Super meat tart Chews, non-GMO beets combined with grapeseed extract. And when you combine those two, they taste amazing. Not sure how they did it, but they also they also give you a great energy boost that's gonna last throughout the day. You can have a bunch of coffee, that caffeine is gonna is gonna drop off, you're gonna feel tired again. You could have some sugary drinks. There's going to be a sugar spike, then a sugar low. You could have these energy drinks. You know what the hell's in them. Going to have a, the high and the low. You need something that's going to stabilize your energy throughout the day, help your blood flow, going to help your circulation, support a healthy blood pressure. You've got to get Super Beats Heart Shoes. I want you to go, to go and get them. And in fact, what we did was we set you up with a website. Can get you up to forty five percent off plus free shipping at JoeLovesBeats.com. Hurry up. It's their best offer available anywhere. That's JoeLovesBeats.com. JoeLovesBeats.com for up to 45% off. JoeLovesBeats.com. Make that happen. J-O-E-L-O-V-E-S-B-E-E-T-S.com. Go there. Save a bunch of money right now on Super Beats Heart Shoes. So, Carrie, get this email from my guy. He says, oh, oh the way you say it. Earlier we had the story where they mistakenly priced gas at 69 cents a gallon, yeah, right? right. Right. So much so that the station lost $16,000. Yes. And somebody made a mistake. If I go and buy and I want to purchase a product and the purchase price is 69 cents and I give you 69 cents and you give me the product, it's not on me. I didn't make a mistake. Right. I did nothing wrong. That's on you. You said this is what you would take for it. Well, the guy writes me, he says, well, but by, by by your example, what if you went, It's it was the strength. Let me see if I actually still have it. I might have deleted it because it was dumb. <laughs> um. Oh, no, no, here we Going by the reasoning that he made a mistake and it's not your problem because it's not your fault. If you went to a restaurant and got a horrible meal, that's not your fault. Would you feel obligated to pay for it or would you say something? Carrie, are those two I, things related at I, all? I,
2: I don't see the comparison,
1: actually. I wrote him back and I said apples and oranges. But I mean, I'll answer his question, and and this is actually a a situation that Judge Judy uses all the time. Did you eat the steak? And if the answer is yes, then you got to pay gotta for the pay. steak. Yeah, yeah. Right. Don't Even if the you could eat the enti- you eat the entire steak, right? Mm-hmm. And you go, "Oh, it's was disgusting. <laughs> I'm not paying for it."
2: Yeah, it doesn't work like that. Oh. No,
1: it's in your belly. What are you talking about? Yeah. So I don't know how that comparison works mm-hmm. at all. Mm-mm. Now, when I used to manage pizza places, we would get. Somebody would call up and say, "This is a horrible pizza." Uh, my, my dog got sick. I mean, whatever excuse they would give, and I would say, "Just don't eat the pizza. We'll come and get it. We'll give you your money back." Yeah, I go back. There'd be one half of one slice of pizza left.
2: No, come on now. Like, I'm not giving so you that's, the money back. That's What's the matter not with
1: right. you? That's <laughs> one <not> guy, <laughs> one guy says, "There's a big shard of glass on a pizza, and the whole pizza's eaten." And there's one half of one slice of pizza left. And it's like they took a dish or something out of their cupboard, broke it, and put one shard, like a big, like you couldn't miss it.
2: Yeah. Like bigger than the box. Yeah.
1: I'm going to need my $11 back. Like, man, Mm -mm. you better leave me alone.
2: Man,
1: no. Did did you eat the steak? You got to pay for the steak. That's the way it goes. Yeah. 888 941 com. Much more to come. Keep it right here.